the following is a CSPN Media podcast presentation. Welcome back to another episode of the Ratchet Ramblings podcast brought to you by the CSPN. I am your host, Jeremy, a.k.a. Nigga, everybody on Game of Thrones is going to die, a.k.a. Black Dante, a.k.a. Confucius, a.k.a. East Dura, a.k.a. a goddamn ice dragon burned damn wall. Everybody going to die next season. And with me is my homie and my co-host. It's your girl, Candace, a.k.a. Intense Desire. A.K.A. Seriously, probably ain't really pregnant. That bitch is lying. Gotta see the stick. A.K.A. Mm-hmm. <laughs> A.K.A. That bitch is diabolical. But yeah, we here for another week in Ratchet Ramblings. Get you together. Get you what you need. Real quick, though, nigga. Nigga. Nigga, it's some people, and we'll get to them on, on these Ratchet shows. Just time to in real quick. It's some people that just want to watch the world burn. They don't give a fuck about logic. They don't give a fuck about reason. They just want to see the world burn. Cersei on Game of Thrones is one of those motherfuckers that literally just wants to watch the world burn. Mm. I don't really have much to say about Cersei except for um, I got a problem with everybody who didn't kill her when they've had a chance to kill her. Jamie should have killed her. Uh, goddamn Sansa should have tried to kill her. Motherfucking Tyrion should have tried to kill her. Like, it's Marjorie. been so many... It's been yeah, Marjorie should have killed her. Goddamn High Scepter. They should have killed her instead of playing games with her. It's been so many opportunities to kill Cersei and they didn't. So this is what you get. When you yeah. don't kill when you don't burn evil down, it lives on forever. Yep, and you know evil never dies. We can take comfort in the fact that if she is really pregnant, she is more than likely going to miscarry because that witch when she was a li- when she was little, when she went into the tree said that she would have three children and they would all die. So she likely will not have a fourth child. And it will probably send her into a tailspin. But yeah, fuck her. Yeah, yeah, pretty much. I mean, hey. Um, yeah, that's all we got. But um yeah, so we just had to get out of the way get that out of the way. We are recording this um right after Game of Thrones the season finale and we still hopped up and we're doing um a special recording because VH1 decided to bless our asses with not with having a special new Love and Hip Hop Hollywood episode tonight, but also giving us a regularly scheduled new episode tomorrow night on Monday. And it was like, oh, also VH1 just giving us an early Christmas present. I see. Oh, okay, yeah, let's do it. Okay. Yeah, and it's the new episode tomorrow, so you're gonna get a lot in a short amount of time, but. Mona must be desperate. I don't know what's going on. She must be trying to get those ratings because two new episodes back to back. I wonder what the hell is going on. But I'm not complaining. Right. Oh, we're not complaining. Speaking of, I saw that there's going to be a Love and Hip Hop Miami, and I can be more thrilled. It is uh, starring the one and only Princess of Miami, Trina. Uh, they said Trick Daddy is going to be on there. 
they said Pretty the members Ricky. of Pretty Ricky are going to be on there. That is interesting because I am wondering if Mona is going to touch on the one member who got hit with all those underage girl child molestation charges. Mm. You know which one I'm talking about? Um, no, actually, which one? Hold on, let me Google really quickly. He had he tried to he tried to go solo for a second. Pleasure P. Yes. Yes. Whoa, 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 whoa! That was Pleasure P. That was Pleasure P. Holy shit! I did not know that. Yeah. Ah. That was ple- I think yep. in the um, article that you tagged me, and I think his name is listed on the because it says the members of Pretty Ricky will have a reunion featuring Pleasure P. So wow. Yeah, it, I mean it's it's from a while ago, but I just googled it and it says. Um, yeah, Pleasure P was rocked with child molestation allegations. It also says, was he convicted of molesting his four-year-old niece and nephew? So if he ends up on the show, that's something we're probably going to get a chance to dive into. Wow, I did not know that. You learn something new every day. Holy shit. Yeah. Damn, Pleasure P out here living like that. Holy shit, that is fucking awful. I didn't know. It. I, I, I legit did not know that. Holy shit. Well, you know if you know if it's it's some it's, it's something that you know Mona gonna try to she gonna do the best she can to put it bring it into the show without being overly problematic. But it's probably it's gonna be addressed probably. Jesus Christ, I did not know that. Yeah, we. I mean, we'll see. Yeah, we'll see. Yeah, we will. Um, also, um, speaking of the trainer, um, I think um, in that article is also like one her cousin. It's going to be an inspired rap. I forget his name. Oh, yeah. A, a gay. Uh, her cousin's an openly gay, aspiring rapper. So that'll be interesting. Yeah. And while Trina gave us bops, she really can't rap herself. So this will be interesting in and of itself. And I don't like to joke about Trick Daddy's looks because he has lupus, but he is also a hotep. Yep. So I kind of... I kind of don't mind talking about him being. Never forget what he said about uh, about built like some, being built like somebody's gay aunt who never came out the closet. Everybody just assumed she was gay. That's kind of how Trick Daddy looked like. Uh, she looked like she eat pussy. Uh, maybe not, but um, <laughs> <laughs> I am interested in seeing what these two vets try to do to get their career back because I truly feel like their time has passed in the music industry. So um, one thing about rappers who aren't the most lyrical is that they do suffer from their time passing Yeah, because you don't have, I mean, let's be honest, Trick Daddy made some great music too, but they aren't, he and Trina, I don't consider them lyricists. So they made a ton of like, yeah, they made a ton of like music that's dope in the club, and now it's just kind of like, do you really want to hear fifty year old Trick Daddy talking about you don't know Nan, bitch? Not really, right. especially especially looking the way he looked, and not really. Right. So uh. yeah, you don't want you don't want to hear old Aunt Trick Daddy. Yeah, no thanks. Oh, um, I still think Trina. It, I, oh, oh. The two, I think Trina has the, the best chance to like revive her career and shit. Because while I don't, you know, I don't consider, I agree with you, I don't consider Trina a lyricist, but I do feel that she can adapt. And what I do think she can do is she may be like, hey, well, I'm not a lyricist, but let me get in contact with some people that I know can spit some hot fire to kind of like 
jump start my comeback and shit. I do think she's that savvy enough where she may not be spirit spitting no shit where you were like, you know, a, a young, you know, millennial brunch going motherfucker going motherfuckers may not want to hear, but she can still be plausibly relevant in, in today and then, you know, with her kind of, you know, put some respect on my name, you know, kind of swag, I I feel that of the two, if anybody's gonna if anybody could make a comeback, it's Trina. I don't think she's gonna do it. I think at this point Trina's just still fine, so we kind of let her get away with it. But I'm going to be completely honest with you. I don't really want a new album from 40-year-old Trina. I got to be honest. I really don't want to hear her talking about the shit she used to talk about when she first came out. But she looks amazing still. She has maintained that fat ass and small waist for a very long time. And for that, I am forever grateful. Yes. I, I, I think all of us are forever grateful for that, to be perfectly honest. Yeah, but yeah. So enough of that. So if that actually comes to fruition, uh, we, you know, I look forward to that. Uh, at some point, remember they were talking about a love and hip hop Houston until some of the characters like started shooting at each other and shit. And Mona, <laughs> and Mona scrapped the production on that, which gives us a small segue into what's going on in Houston uh, and surrounding areas. Pray for Houston, guys, and. Send out aid if you can. Offer some type of relief if you can. Um, and what's going on with that is devastating. Uh, me being an engineer, I think I understand more so what's going to happen to that city because, um, you know, in my line of work, water is the devil. Water destroys everything from the from the from the soil up to the structures that sit on top of it. And so what's happening in Houston and surrounding areas, this is just the beginning of a lot of devastation. So, you know, like I said, pray for for the people in Houston. Um, If you know people directly affected, you can send them some aid or help them, help them. Um, Yeah, I don't really know what else to do. The pictures I've been seeing, I feel pretty helpless. It's heartbreaking. You know, I I saw pictures of their highways collapsing in their bypass is collapsing and that's just a taste of what's to come when you are when a city is underwater and you keep dumping water on it there's nowhere for that water to go until it's all over with so yeah that's that's a lot to deal with yeah oh and y'all president a fuck boy so i just want to remind y'all of that every day i want to remind any white people that listen to this podcast y'all did that y'all did that Yep. He told those he told the people of Houston and surrounding areas good luck when they asked him about the devastation Harvey was about to pour onto them. Y'all did that. Yeah, y'all yeah, voted for that nigga. And I saw a picture of a nursing home that was underwater, and you know who was in that nursing home sitting in the in the bacteria infested floodwaters? Oh, white people. Y'all did that to your own people. Right. Know that. Know that. Just know that. You did it not only not only to yourselves, but to everybody else because y'all was so butthurt, but that people of color, LGBTQ people got a little bit of progress on the, on the Obama's administration and a little bit of visibility, and y'all lost y'all motherfucking minds electing that motherfucker. Y'all did that. So, you know, that, that's y'all ill. That's y'all ill. Black, black people didn't vote for them. Look, look, if, if you, if you, if your majority group voted for not the devil, then this ain't on you. And the people that voted majority, not the devil, were people of color. And so white folks, that's on y'all. 
and everybody else has to suffer because y'all lost y'all motherfucking minds. That marginalized people got a little bit of inclusion. It ain't like even like motherfuckers took over. People of color got a little bit of inclusion, and y'all lost y'all goddamn minds. Yep. So fuck you, and you know. Now you now you feel like you wanted to be so much better and put somebody in and your own people suffering at the hands of your own president. He's talking about aid on the ground. Ain't nobody on the ground. The ground is motherfucking flooded. There. Ain't no ain't nothing on the ground. Water. Ain't no ground. Devastation. Motherfucking fire ants. That's what's on the ground. Ain't no aid on the ground. Ain't no ain't no uh didn't they we don't have a FEMA director, do we? Niggas there most of the jobs that that in the office are still unfilled. It's been what months? It, almost a year. Almost a year, and there are, there are still executive positions that are still unfilled. Yeah, white folks, y'all did that. We didn't do it. Y'all did that. So, and so but we saw that to say, um, fuck, fuck, fuck that motherfucker that white folks um elected, and just prayers, thoughts, and anything, any, 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 and anything. Small or small or large, you can do to aid the people of Houston. Um, do that. Just please do that. And I think I speak for everybody on the CSPN when we say that um, our hearts and our prayers and whatever, even if just bringing awareness by signal boosting and talking about it, we support the people in Houston and we hope that everybody is safe. And with that, I think we can get into the show. So um, today we're going to do... Uh, we're going to briefly touch ball the wise and the meat and potatoes of this episode is going to be Black in Chicago and Love and Hip Hop. Yeah, so <laughs> I, I'll kick it. So about Baller Wives, I really want to like Baller Wives, but they are a weird group of players' wives to has-beens that most of us have never heard of, the exception being Michael Vick and you know, he is damn near notorious for his criminal activities more so than his play on the field. And if you talk about his play on the field, you usually talk about how he don't show up in big games when he needed to. So then there's that. And then there's Miko Grimes and Brett Grimes, who I don't think Brett Grimes is still notorious for being one of the greatest players in the NFL. But Miko is notorious for having a big mouth. So there's that. Yeah, yeah me and, and she kind of looked like an ankle. She, she kind of do. I was going to say elbow, but I'm, I'm picking up what's putting down. She she kind of looks like an ankle. She is uh, weirdly attractive, but unattractive, if it makes sense. But she has a nice athletic body because, uh, from my understanding, she played basketball overseas for a while or in the mm-hmm. WNBA. She played pro ball at some point. So yeah. she is an athletic type. She does understand sports. I won't take that away from her. But she is kind of an asshole, and she does asshole things. Um, one thing that she did on the show was she defaulted to her six-year-old to discuss issues about other women she had problems with on the show. That is creepy to me, okay? Because I feel like it opens the door for her to for you to say she's one of those type of parents who instills hate in their children. Because kids are not hateful by default. Hate is, hate is learned behavior. And she pretty much had a conversation with her son and was like, I don't like this woman. I, you don't like her son, right? Or do you? Or what should I do? And I'm like, this is not a child conversation. Right. Like, you a grown-ass adult. Why are you having this conversation with a child? Yeah. So she rubbed me the wrong way with that. 
Kiafa Vic is a mean girl and she has a ton of audacity considering just how harshly her husband was judged and treated during the dog fighting scandal he was involved in. And he even went to jail. You have procreated with a convicted felon. Being judgmental and mean should not be in your repertoire. And your wigs are terrible. But that's all VH1 shows. Yeah, I would say it ain't a VH1 show that don't have terrible wigs. That's kind of like that's that that's kind of low hanging fruit at this point. Yeah, um, but she, she definitely is a big girl though. Like she, she, she. It's like she's trying to be the ringleader or the 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 boss that Shawnee is, but has none of Shawnee's um, the qualities that make Shawnee a boss. Mm. To me, it's like she kind of because like she like she does on the show she does have this kind of like care about herself like I'm that bitch and it's like okay this is your show you got all the girls together that is true but like we still it's 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 kind of like what it's kind of like, like how uh how John told Danny when they met he was like and it's kind of like sis we don't know you <laughs> yeah we don't we don't know you and so uh the chick Stacy can't think her last name. Don't know much about her husband. Don't really care to. But she pretty much was the mistress and ended up becoming the wife of the guy she's married to. Which, you know, sh- shit happens. But they keep calling her Stacy the stalker. And what it appears to me is that when she was the side chick, when her now husband got caught, he pretty much tried to make it look like she was stalking him to, mm-hmm. so he could wash his hands when he yeah. got caught cheating. I yeah, don't believe I don't believe Stacy was a stalker. Um you don't you don't marry your fucking stalker. Let's talk about that. Right. You you don't marry not only marry it but have more kids with your stalker. So I'm calling bullshit on that Stacy the stalker shit that they're doing. Right. The man on that. How she a stalker but you married her. Like that that shit don't that that shit only that shit only happens in bad white folks movies. And we know how whole niggas lie when they get caught cheating or try to I deflect. I like Kurt Frost. I like Cisco, you fat neck bitch. When we'll so, get we'll get to that nigga later. But whoop. yeah, so they keep calling the girl Stacy the stalker. She's not a stalker in my opinion. She's married to the guy now, and that's that. But at the rooftop party, she and Kiafa got into an argument. And um, she made a comment like, yeah, mama. And Kiafa was like, my mom is dead. And Stacy was like, good. First of all, she didn't know that woman mama was dead before she made the clip. That's, that's, you never know. And two, Kiafa's friend decides to throw a drink in Stacy's face. Mind you, Stacy is like eight months pregnant in, in, when this is happening. You are a coward to assault a pregnant woman. There is absolutely nothing that woman could have said that made you think that you were justified in throwing an alcoholic drink in her face while she's standing up wearing heels. She could have stumbled. She could have failed. She could have fell forward. She could have fell backwards. Anything could have happened and it would have been on your hands. Yep. Like that really rubbed me the wrong way. Like I don't, like I said, like I thought it was, I thought it was pretty tacky in and of itself. But I, I, when I was thinking that, I'm like, I'm pretty sure Candace is gonna have, you know, words for this, because you know, because because I, I agree, it, it was some coward shit. Like, 
you don't because the, the thing is they didn't know that Kiafa's mom was dead. They knew that she was pregnant. So the two ain't the same. You know what I mean? For like anybody that you know maybe trying to play well. But then she didn't know even. It's like no, they knew that 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 she was pregnant. They knew Stacy was pregnant. They didn't know about Kiafa's mama. Like and then even after the shit happened, Stacy was like, Oh shit, well I didn't know that you know, I didn't know like I was going, you know, I was mad and saying any all kind of shit that I, you know, wouldn't ordinarily say, which most, if not all of us have done, you know, and the time too. Now again, doesn't make it right, no, but you can't act like she just knew and was like, Well, fuck your damn mama bitch. No, like no, that's not what happened. Yeah, it's not what happened and it's not gonna be the narrative that we run with because even if she did know, that's still not a plausible reason to assault a pregnant woman. There's right. no way you could spin this other than Stacy had pulled a weapon or some shit for you to justify throwing a drink in her face. Like that's some tacky cowardly like she could have pressed charges on a girl and I wouldn't even say shit. I've been like, Well, that's sad what happened to that girl. Oh well. Right. Damn shame what they did to that dog. Yeah, that's pretty much all I had. Oh. So yeah. I think that's all I got for for football for baller wise. They call it baller wise. Call it shit football wise and call it goddamn day. Right. Like I don't get the like I don't get the, the need to leave the the, the leave it out. Because I mean obviously it's it's the um football equivalent, the basketball wise, so just call it football wise. Like it's like I I am confused. Like are they trying to keep it separate and act like it's it's more classy and it's like when it's not it's not, and the drama ain't even completely as good. So, like, you win a, you win a both battles. So, just call that shit what it is. Just call it, um, just call it wise. football wise and be done with it. And let's be done. Let's, yeah. Why are, we, why are we doing all this playing? That's all I got for that. Um. So, yeah, I don't really have much to add for um, uh, football wise. Goddamn, we're going to call it football. We're calling the shit football wise on the show. If you got a problem with it, run up. Right. Yeah. We said what the fuck we said. Right, we said what we said. We, it, it, like we said what we said. If you if you mad, fight me. Got Real, but well, we because we gonna call that shit football wise. From now so, on, I'm never calling it balling wise. So on this week's episode of Football Wives, right? Yeah, bitches was cowards. Right. They yes. drink out a pregnant woman. Mm-hmm. Uh, so I think that's all for football wise, and we can get to. Whew. So this week for Black Ink and for Love and Hip Hop, this is a lot, and we got two episodes of Love and Hip Hop to cover. So oh, we saving that shit for last. So uh, Black Ink, Chicago. Uh, where you want to begin, Cause it, it, this was a lot. Ryan is a liar. Ryan yeah. rhymes with lying. Let me tell you something. <laughs> <laughs> there is no way you gonna make me believe you and Cat have not had any type of sexual contact with each other. And this girl ran all the way to L.A. to get away from your motherfucking ass. Not to another shop, not her own shop in another building on another side of town. Cat ran to L.A. because she was hurt behind y'all's situation. That wasn't no, oh, we just got drunk and we was fucking, and we was just talking and blah, blah, blah. No, y'all fucked. Right. I don't think they fucked at the cabin, but I do believe they've had sex before. Right. And right. Ryan lying about it to save face. Right, he lying about the same face, but they don't know don't know shit go down like this, like you said, like cat went across a whole the whole ass continental US. To get away from Ryan. Like something something more like I, I agree. I don't think that I don't think anything happened in that cabin, but and especially with this new information that 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 Danielle dropped, that Danielle dropped 
she something done happened. Speaking of, I will say this. I still say that Danielle got fired over a stupid ass reason. But on the lowest of keys lately, she been having the most sense out of anybody on the damn show. Hey, Charmaine is a I just I noticed after this week's episode, whenever it's some shit going on, Charmaine in the middle of it. Mm-hmm. She's the color red of that show. Charmaine is a super duper messy bitch. And lives for drama. With her no job keeping ass. I know you wasn't on uh, last week, and uh, shout out to uh, our girl Lexi for filling in. But nigga, you, I know you saw nigga. She really ran, went up to the damn radio station and and basically tried to strong. Tried to get her. Into- I was like, hey, sit your mother, sit your monkey ass down, okay? Now she really rolled up in there. It was like, oh, so you really, so you fired me like for real? That wasn't just for play. Like, are you okay? No, the fuck, you are not okay. What? What? Who gets fired for play? Right. Who get who get fired as a joke? She she really traded as a joke. Like, oh, he just playing. Oh, hey, big. She really she really tried to come back to John also. Like, hey, big head. So I ain't really fired. Right. You just playing. I know you playing. We good. Come here, broski. Like, sis. What? What? <laughs> she is a goddamn goofy. It don't make no damn sense how goofy she is. And. Danielle Loki be reading well, not even Loki. Danielle be reading her for Phil. That damn which when her and um when her and um Cobra went to went to her house with that damn cake, it was like, oh, you fired, bitch. I I I, I laugh from a, a a hearty place. Cause that what your ass get. Cat telling you to sit your drunk ass down. Danielle telling you to sit your drunk ass down. Shit, Cobra telling you, hey sis, hey, don't you got something to do in the morning? Your monkey ass up here. Like, oh, it's just, I can take one more drink. It's fine. It's fine. No, you deserve to lose that damn dog. Yeah. Yeah. But, yeah, moving, like, getting back to the topic, way more happened with Kat and Ryan than Ryan, than Ryan is admitting. Mm-hmm. And as much as I fuck with Ryan, you lying. Your right. name is Lion Ryan till you come clean. I know you're trying to say, <laughs> <laughs> you're trying to say face because you and Rachel just got back together. You don't want to fuck it up. You don't want, you know. I get all of that. The, the game's the yeah, game, especially, but especially with Charmaine messy ass on around. Yeah. Like, did you see? Did you see? Did you see uh, Danielle's face when Charmaine brought it up? She was like, "Bitch, what?" Like I told your motherfucking ass to be quiet. Yeah, I, I definitely, definitely saw it. And so one thing that really rubbed me wrong about Charmaine too is I don't want to be friends with a bitch that I can't tell things in confidence. Right, she cannot hold water for shit. She can't hold. She can hold water as well as she can hold a job. Good, goddamn it, Candace. So I find her to be incredibly Goofy. annoying. Yeah, she's like my least favorite person on Black Ink Chicago, next to Van's big butterball turkey back having ass, big fat <laughs> back lard looking ass bitch. But that oh, huh. Let's let's touch on just briefly. Cobra acting like she never. Had no pussy before. <laughs> I knew you was <laughs> Okay, first off, nothing about Cobra says I've never had my I've never had pussy. Cobra looked like she will suck your ovaries through a goddamn straw if she had to. Cobra, I don't care how much lipstick Cobra wear on the show, Cobra has the vibes. Like Cobra looks like she owns multiple strap-ons, and she go in her closet and pick them out when she's picking out her outfit for the day. 
I think I will wear you clear rubber strap on. All right. Like, okay. All right. Like okay. they hanging next to her flannel shirts. Okay. Oh, okay. Right. I did too much. I understand. <sighs> Who got you? Well, my friends with you. Uh, well, yeah. I mean, you didn't lie, but still. Yeah, and, and then, uh, hey, listen, two-step on out that closet with the glass door that we could see through, Cobra. It's okay. It's, like, it's fine. Really, it's fine. Listen, it's, it's, it's fine. Listen, si- listen it's, it's 2017. Sexuality is fluid. There's more visibility for LGBT people. It's fine. It's fine. It's fine. Ryan, 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 at the very least, Ryan and Ryan and them seem not to be, you know, homophobic or whatever. So it's fine. Just, just go you know, ahead and crump your way out the closet. Cobra looked like a lesbian who liked to be who crump and shit and dance real aggressive. Crump your ass on out that closet. You look like a white version of Tommy the Clown. Come on, like she be, like be extra in a Chris Brown video. Yeah, definitely look like an extra from uh, Stomp the Yard. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. All right. Yeah. So then, and so then, hey, why I'm so goddamn sick of Don and Ashley? They were doing so good for like almost a a, a half or two episodes. Almost they were doing so good. Don was still. I would I will say this. Don still cracked me the fuck up. But they, he was doing so good. He was wearing shirts. He was wearing clothes that fit. Like he was doing so good. I'm like. Look at look at Don. He 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 gon he gonna be all right. He gonna long long as Ashley don't do something to trigger him and he go back to being ain't shit, they gonna be all right and then lo and behold, goddammit, they just <sighs> motherfucker. It's like the song I... of fire and ice. Them niggas just cannot see eye to eye for too nah, long. Nah, they gotta go to the they gotta go to a lawyer's office and be like, Let me get a motherfucking uh, divorce. <laughs> Let me get a motherfucking uh, divorce. Cause Let me get a divorce and with a nuptial on the side. Thank you very much. Mm-hmm. Okay. The thing is, I know I wasn't on last week because I was on vacation, but so Don had a point, but he didn't have a point. First things first, Ashley can't tell you about something she doesn't know. She didn't know they was about to get her the worst male strippers of all time. Of all time. She didn't know that. She did not know she was about to have the worst male strippers of all time shaking, shaking wee-wee in her goddamn face in a small-ass uh, child uh, child kidnapping van. Like, hey, hey. <laughs> she didn't know that. Like, I'm just trying to figure out what made them think that little-ass van was the place to have male strippers. Like, I know it smelled like Bunk and Hennessy in that goddamn van. You say Bunk? <laughs> yeah. What the, fuck? <laughs> <laughs> the hell is wrong with you? <laughs> I don't know what's thinking there. Like y'all was y'all bitches was too cheap to rent a party bus. <laughs> As my manager at work tell me, it ain't in the budget. That's what. <laughs> that's what, that's what, they, they couldn't afford. They couldn't afford the high price. They had to go low budget. But you know what? Um, I think I actually. Um, we did. Me and um, Lexi was in agreement with that actually last week. That um, I, I agree. Like he had a point that um, like the point was like she didn't. I don't think it's fair to like be mad at her for that when she didn't know because she did. No, nah, she didn't know. But at but, the same time, oh, oh go ahead. I, I'm sorry. No, nah, go ahead, because I know you're about to get to the same shit I'm getting to. But at the same time, when Don brought it up, actually got well no, not that, but at the same time, like you done this to her too, though, uh, Don. Like, we not fit to sit here that like you don't have a goddamn history 
Like you get nigga, you got a little black book of your remember that damn uh Fresh Prince episode and when Carlton was trying to get some and Will gave yeah. him his little black book. Yeah. <laughs> like, like that's 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 the blue that's the book of Don's transgressions towards actually uh like throughout the entirety of the, the creation of black, you know, since they got together. So it's like you kinda got a point, but it's like you not the nigga to make that point though, Don. <laughs> He literally was fucking the strippers at his bachelorette party before Ashley got down to wherever they went. Was it Cuba or something? Wherever the fuck to Puerto Rico. But he was fucking the strippers from the bachelorette party. From the bachelor right. party, I mean. Like, boy. Like, yeah. boy, you don't get, like, you, you don't get to play a game of gotcha. You got too much dirt on your hands. You don't get to play a game of, but, look, he tried to pull, he tried to pull on uh, what niggas do on Twitter. It's like, well, women do it, too. And it's like, nigga, no, no, nigga. But you know it's not the same. It ain't the same. At all. But then, he made a, another valid point. Every time Ashley get mad, she default to, well, you hurt me. You cheated on me. Hey, listen. Yeah. The thing about forgiving somebody's transgressions and still staying with them and even moving forward so much as to marry them is what's happened before you said your I do's, you have to forgive that and you have to move forward with that. So this whole right. So this whole every time you get called on your shit, you bring that up. Like Don said, if you're gonna do that for the next twenty years, you're gonna be by yourself. Yeah. Like I don't I don't think not you know, I'm not saying, like we said, like, this nigga got a goddamn Rolodex of transgressions, but at the same time, like, at this point, you can't keep bringing it up, and then you also only conveniently bring it up when you want to be in the right. You know what I mean? And that's not fair to him when he, you know, is at least trying to put forth some effort to move forward and actually calm down and work on his issues. You got to work on your issues, too. Pretty much. Ashley got a lot of issues, and what's so sad is a lot of her issues are created and amplified by things Don have done to her. So I understand that it's probably hard to work on issues with somebody who is the cause cause of them. Yeah, I understand it's hard. But again, when you decided to get married, that's the task you take on. There's nothing you you can do about it. Yeah. And also... Hey, Don was a Christian for about five days before he went back to his old bullshit. <laughs> <laughs> Look, he had that he had that one good sweater and when he went to church that time when he got baptized. He had that one good sweater. <laughs> I, <laughs> Look, he had that one good sweater. We ain't seen that shit not no more. <laughs> I think it's crazy that he wanted to be the shot piercer. Yeah. And was now I will say this. When they went, uh, when him and um, Danielle went and saw what they was doing, I legit thought he was finna like throw up and like back out and be like, you know what, I'm good. Like I thought he was gonna do that because his face, like nigga, did you 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 saw? Remember that damn how that he made when he saw that shit? <laughs> <laughs> he, he look, he looked like he looked like some some racist white folk that are talking a lot of uh, that being racist as fuck, but then don't know that there's some black folks that that don't mind catching that charge right behind them. He was like, he was like, ah! <laughs> he was yelling like a white woman in a horror movie. <laughs> yeah, he was. Low key. Yeah. And then, before we get to the Big Bang, motherfucking Lillian Jr., that's, that's some domestic violence waiting to happen. It is. It is. Uh, for one... 
Well, the thing about JR is like he's acting like a nigga that ain't used to pussy. Like, you know what I mean? Like, um, whatever he did, he he because um whatever he did at the party, he, he like, I don't know why I don't know what Lily did. Like, I don't know what it is. Like, nigga, you know full and motherfucking well. That even if y'all just having like whatever, if you ain't established that, which you how the fuck could you after just one night with Lily, you know good and fuck well that she most likely is not going to be okay watching you tongue down. Well, he didn't tongue down. He kissed on the cheek. But still, like, to you, it's crazy. To her, it's like, nigga, you was just with me last night, and you up here kissing somebody else. Like, what the fuck? And it seems like she's easily triggered from her past relationships or past involvements with dudes or whatever. So it's like, even if it's small to Junior, to her, it's a fucking four on blades, four twenty. Let's go, like you know what the fuck, nigga. You know what I mean, like. So I don't feel he's ready to navigate that shit. Um, maybe you know he did go to the, this nigga really popped up at her goddamn folks' house and everybody in that motherfucker was mean mugging the shit out of him. <laughs> they look, hey, hey, everybody in that damn room looked like they were getting ready to lay a root on Jr. Yeah, so I'm. It actually, on the opposite of your opinion, I don't think Jr. did anything wrong. I don't think his name Junior. Actually, I don't think Junior did anything wrong. I think Lily is a head case with a ton of emotional baggage that she needs to unpack because literally Junior was just meeting and greeting with potential clients, past clients, current clients, whatever the case may be. And we, I don't think like we we don't joke about it, but Tattoo artists have more access to women than personal trainers, if you want to be honest. Like, tattoo artists have a lot of access to a lot of women from a lot of different walks of life, of all different levels of attractiveness, all levels of willing to fuckness and such. So if if Junior really was trying to push up on clients, he don't got to do it at the customer goddamn appreciation. That's a good point. Like, he really, I don't really think he's doing anything wrong. I really do think he likes Lily, but it goes to say, like, like, we, like, I've seen it joked about on Twitter, but a lot of men like crazy women. Yeah. They like unhealthy for whatever reason it may be. But Lily is, is, she has a lot of shit with her because when Junior went to her house, she was like, first of all, never mind. Okay, I can't hold it. First of all, it was like 40 Mexicans in that one bedroom apartment. <laughs> God damn it, Candace. God damn it. Second of all, she told him, You remind me of my past. When women or when a man starts saying shit like that, that's your signal to run the fuck away. Like, because you are about to spend a whole relationship trying to prove to that person that you are not their ex and not their past. That shit is going to get exhausting really quickly. Yeah. Um, I think. Um, I agree with your point that he and he really didn't do anything wrong, but I think with in Lily's case, like looking at it from her perspective, like it really don't matter. You know what I mean? Because like I said, I think she's so easily triggered, and that's not necessarily Jr.'s fault. Um, but I do think if he wants to keep pursuing this, he has to learn how to navigate that, or or pull some or pull some shit and take Lily to church, like actually did Don. Some 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 gotta get <laughs> some some gotta happen with that because yeah. You're right. I, I just think it's going to work out really terrible. 
Yeah, it's 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 not looking good. It's not looking good at all. Um, nothing. It's nothing about this seems like it's going to end. I'm telling you, her grandma or who her her auntie or whoever. I'm telling you, they look like they were getting ready to put a root on that nigga. Like it was going to be like, uh, um, shit. Have you ever seen the movie Drag Me to Hell? No, I haven't. Damn. Um, but in that movie, it's like this old um, Native American woman put a, a, a demonic spell on this um, white woman, and like when the white woman, uh, when the white when the uh, woman died, and the white woman tr- tried to go to the uh, go to their house to get the curse lifted or whatever, and like everybody, she went to the house and everybody was mean mugging her. That's what I that's that's what I picture. That's what I picture when when we saw Jay. <laughs> He didn't know what the hell he was getting into. He was like, boy, you about to, woo. Pray for him. Pray for him. Ain't nothing wrong with him. Pray for JR. Ain't nothing wrong with him. He just went to a crazy woman house and they about to <laughs> lay a root on his ass. Exactly. Um, yes. I think, um. It's time I, for the main I, event. Yeah, let's get to the main event. So, y'all know here at Ratchet Ramblings, we do not fuck with Van on any goddamn level. Any level. Any fucking level, and Indeed. that nigga does his damnedest each week to prove us motherfucking prove the point of why we don't fuck with his ass. Cause this nigga, I don't see how that nigga. Li- I mean, we joke about this group uh, like almost shit. It's it's like rain at this point, but Van really is a jagged ass song. He really is an old. Let's go together for. 28 years, but less, but, but why you want to rush the marriage ass nigga? Like, boy, you would think that a nigga that went to jail would not have these many goddamn demands, but I'll be damned. So, ladies, 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 let's talk for a second. It does not take a man eight years to determine whether he wants to marry you and have children, children with you. You do not stay with a man for eight years who is not showing any signs of being ready to marry you and have children with you. And he knows that is what you want. Because let me say, you don't have to want to get married and have children. You could be perfectly fine just being in a relationship. But if you are with a man that knows you want to get married, you want to have children, you want to settle down. It does not take him nearly a decade to step up to the plate and give you that. Uh, I can't think of her name. What's Van's girlfriend name? I don't know. I just call her Bangs because she always got some terrible ass Easter bangs. Ben. But uh, what's her name? Kim? Ben. Oh. So she... You so damn rude. You was like, oh. Huh, okay then. Uh, <laughs> hey, look, you you just did like, you know, when your um, when your grandma, or your auntie, or your uncle, or whatever, like they up in up in age and they can't remember nobody's name, and you ask them and they ask you what, like who so and so, and you tell them they'd be like, oh, and then still call them the wrong name. That's what you just did. <laughs> hey, so listen. Damn rude. Hey, hey. Oh shit! <laughs> <Hey>. <laughs> I didn't call this girl anything but a, a child of God, Jen. That's right. Okay, Jen, bang, whatever your name <laughs> you, you, is. You said it in such an aggressive white woman tone. <laughs> <laughs> you stay with a man for eight years who has been in and out of jail multiple times, and he told you that he gets 
agitated with you being in his space and y'all supposed to be living together. First, look. In what world a, is, go ahead, Ken. Because it's a few things as a woman, it's a few things that's really bothering me about that. If we live together, I'm not leaving a motherfucking thing. Let me tell you something. Do not make it a habit, men and women, period. Do not make it a habit of living with someone and your name is not on anything and they can make you leave when they get tired of you being around. She left like that ain't where she's supposed to lay her head at on a nightly basis. Right. You got me fucked up. Put your name on the lease. Put your name on the house note. Put your name on the mortgage. Put your name so a nigga doesn't feel comfortable putting you out just because you getting on his nerves. First of all, first of all, she let a nigga with with no neck and C-cups talk to her in old kind of way. Like his that's titties, first... his titties bigger than hers. Like right. first of all, okay, t- they like titty twins. First of all, that's <laughs> <sighs> second of all. I the titty twins on Twitter. <laughs> Those goofy bras. Um. <laughs> <laughs> we, we won't talk about that. that that's another type of photo. She, she came home, realized he cooked, but all the food was gone. He told her that he ain't put her no plate up. A nigga big as that and hungry as that told you he ain't got no leftovers of you. Uh, what? Huh? Who? 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 You know, first, let me tell you something. A relationship is the place where you, it's the last place where you get to be selfish. Let's let's put that out here. A lot of relationships fail because one or both parties want to be selfish when they want to be selfish. Relationships don't work like that. If I cook, my husband has a plate. He cook, it's going to be some food here for me. How did you feel like you didn't have to put that woman up any food? Like how selfish how narcissistic, how terrible of a partner do you have to be to cook and not make sure the one person that you that you're supposed to make sure has a meal has a meal? Like let's and and let's 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 take it a small step further. Um, not to play the what have you done for me lately, but nigga, what have you done for me lately? How do you tell someone that's done been with you eight years and held you down and you up here treating them like? Like shit. Like fuck that bitch. Like boy, what, excuse you, nigga? Huh? Like what? Like what nerve do you think you have? Because I mean, let's keep it a book. Van can get another van. Van cannot get another gin. Like let's. I mean, she. I mean, say what you want about her sticking with that nigga and sticking with a nigga that don't want the same thing she want. But let's keep this one hundred. Van ain't getting another gin. No. She can get another van. She can get another fat nigga to treat her right. Van can't get that. I dare, no. you, I dare you to sit here and look me in the eye with a straight face and tell me that Van can pull Van, van out here pulling bitches. I dare you. I triple down dare you. I, I triple down dare you. I dare you to come with me. I dare you to say this lie. Nah, I'm, I'm, I don't have nothing to lie about. She's She's <laughs> been far better than him than what he deserves. Yeah, like for real. So I don't like it's the, just the, the the level of audacity. Not as high as someone will get to when we talk about love and hip hop, but it's pretty goddamn high. Like he, I don't, I don't know. You know, it's that running joke. Well, you know, um, I've seen women say you can't give you can't give a fat nigga no play because he'll start feeling himself. I I be damned if that ain't true about Van because he he acting like he just God's grace to Jim. It's like, are you really though, Van? Are you really? I mean, you can't even help your daughter with her math homework. I saw like, are you really? 
like Jen been more of a parent to Van than his, than himself. So like what you I don't I don't I don't know where you got this newfound confidence or you can treat and talk to anybody old in old kind of way like they like they are inconveniencing you and, and, and a servant, but um you might wanna reel that back in player because um uh, from what I'm saying you need to be on your hands, feet, and goddamn knees thanking Jen every motherfucking breath you take that she even still, well, up until this point, was even still entertaining your dusty ass. Like, boy, you got a whole ass case of nerve from State Farm. A whole, yeah. You got a whole ass case of nerve from Farmer's Market. Yeah, see, he's really a fat bitch. Yeah, that lives for drama. And so, <laughs> so how about this nigga... So after he tell basically after he basically tell Jen to he wants space and she leaves. He wants space. She go get in space and get a nigga that's finer than him, and he's still calling. Now, now mind you, mind you, you just told her you need space and you don't want her there, but you still calling her your wife. How sway? How? How that work? How you? How you? Let me let me don't call me your wife and we ain't married. Let's 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 keep it a hundred. Ain't your wifey? Ain't your wife? we not even together you tell i won't space me we broke up let's 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 go let's take it to the abyss the moment you asking me for space is the moment you telling me you know one no longer want to be with me and that's the moment i'm gonna find somebody who does and lo and behold she found some she found somebody she you know what it was she she went and got her she went and got daniel (laughs) she went she went and got her daniel yeah pretty much now he mad and the, and he shoved the fuck. I will say this: when that big bitch decided to hit the the to try to fight somebody, even though he's gonna give out a breath, that big that big bitch should know how to let, land the first bloke. And he pushed the fuck out of. Uh, I can't even remember the guy. Remember ben, 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 and Jen. Mm. He pushed the fuck out of Ben. Like I like I was like, oh shit! I thought Ben was finna be out of here. Like I thought it was gonna finna be some animaniac shit, and we were just finna see Ben flying <laughs> like <laughs> like a goddamn anime cartoon. It's like. I thought we were gonna see him flying like he did some damn jutsu from Naruto or some shit. Yeah, yeah. See, and the cra- what was even funnier is Ben wasn't even mad. Nigga got up and laughed. Like you know right. how little a nigga got to respect you to get up and laugh at you. Now you know what? I gotta be honest. Them the kind of niggas like if you push a nigga and you trying to boss him up and he you trying to fight him and he just brush that shit off and laugh. That's the nigga you need to be worried about because he built for this kind of shit. Yeah. Like one of them white boys that when you try to fight them, they they'll hit themselves and be like, "Some come on." That's that's the kind of shit. That's the kind of shit. Ben Ben got up, got shook, Ben got shoved and slid like he got down Mario, and he just he just got up and brushed that shit off like, "Oh, light work, light work." All in the day's work, like slight work. You call that a shove? That's nothing. Like, okay, man, you keep fucking around. Okay, you you think just because you got a hit on Ryan <laughs> that you that you that you about this life? Okay. You gonna you gonna meet somebody that's crazier than you try to be, and then just might be the one. Cause any nigga that can take a shove or a hit like that and just brush it off like you still pussy. Okay, all right, keep keep playing if you want to. Yeah, pretty much. Uh, I so, think that's um, all I got for Bam Bam, big turkey neck having ass. That uh, is one selfish, bad built, marginally successful ass piece of shit. You did. You you were nice by saying marginally successful. That's being nice. I try not to take it to that super extreme, but he really is a terrible person. Like he's just a gross motherfucker. Like basically, he's basically season one Lawrence. 
Like, how the fuck do you treat somebody like that who has been down with you? She she been around your kid and every goddamn thing else. That's who you choose to treat like shit? Like I said, ladies, it don't take eight years. You don't have to wait eight years if you don't want to. If you're fine with the way your situation is running, then you run with it. But no, it don't take a man eight years to decide that he want to be with you. Teaching her, teaching his baby, damn math and shit that he that his fat ass should be teaching teaching her, but he too damn stupid too. Like, come the fuck on, bro. Like, what you doing? Like, are you okay? No, the fuck you are not okay, selfish bitch. Exactly. Fuck that nigga. I, I, it's few people. Like, I, I, I truly despise that nigga. Like, I cannot stand anything about that nigga. Fuck that nigga as a staff lepka raver. Record label and a motherfucking crew head. He's big. He big as a goddamn record label. That ass. Yeah. Hate that nigga. Um, but I think uh, I think that's it for Black Ink. I can't think of anything else. No, I don't have anything else. This uh, episode, the preview I saw is gonna be really. Uh, it's gonna be gut wrenching. I think with Charmaine and her mom. So that'll be one for the books. And Van gonna appear in the scene talking to. Jen, that nigga gonna step out the car with the Angela Bassett waiting to exhale black head scarf on when she had burnt the nigga car and clothes up. So, yeah. yeah. So, uh, with that, let's, we got two episodes worth of Love and Hip Hop Hollywood to talk about. So, my nigga, where do you want to start first? Uh, okay. Let's just go into Tierra Marie and Cisco, uh, because that's the, that's the brunt of it. First off, uh, Tierra Marie, the one thing that is really sad about addiction is people with addictions never want to admit to their addictions until they literally lose every single thing that's important to them. And that makes me really sad for Tierra Marie. Because it's very clear that she has a drinking problem. Like, and it's not that she needs, it's not, it doesn't seem that she's like a drink every day type of person, but she's one of those drinkers that when she start, she going to take it to the abyss. Like, she gonna drink until she damn near passing the fuck out. Like, right. that's the type of drinker she is. And, like, those type of people, they make you nervous. Because in the one scene where she sat down with Cisco and Monice and uh, Soldier Boy's old work, I don't even, what's the bitch name? Nia? Yeah. Zio. When the scene first starts, she's sober. By the right. end of the scene, the bitch fall, damn near falling down, chasing behind Cisco, drunk as hell. Right. Like, you can't tell me it was that long of a time gap for her to get that drunk that quickly. Right. Um, so, yeah, so then as it continues, Monice and Nia keep going to Cisco talking about Tierra's an alcoholic, she got a drinking problem, yada, yada, yada. So, boom. Hey, don't go behind my back to a man that I've only been dating for a brief amount of time about something like that. It is not your place. Mm-hmm. That is that is first and foremost for me. Where where were their hearts in the right place? Possibly, yes. Did the way that they go about it look funny in the light? Very funny in the light. Monice is saying she don't like Cisco. She don't really fuck with Cisco. But every time you turn around, she's she tracking this man down to tell him how much of an alcoholic Tierra is. Is it Uchiwali or is it one Mike? I have to disagree slightly. Um, because I mean, I hear you, but at the same time, like if okay, so if Tiara clearly won't, li- so if you near in Moniz and Tiara clearly is not listening to y'all, 
and she's parading around this man. Like, and here's the, and I know we'll get into it with what happened this episode, but um, she's parading Cisco around like she loved this nigga, like this is something, you know, she could see, you know, long term with this nigga. She's using the the love where he ain't, which also is key as to what <laughs> when we gonna get to what happened later on this episode. But if she's parading this nigga around like that, and if you Monisa Nia, she won't listen with, to y'all. Then maybe she will listen to this nigga if you can get her him on board and saying, "Hey, she got a problem." Now, what I do agree is their presentation to him was shitty. That I will I, I will agree. Her their presentation was shitty. But Tiara does have a problem, and if she won't listen to them, maybe she'll maybe in their minds they're thinking, "Well, she won't, well fuck it. If she won't listen to us, then bitch, maybe she'll listen to this nigga who she say she love and he love her and vice versa and all that shit." So that's why I disagree slightly. Yeah, I'm still not with it. I'm uh, I'm gonna be honest. I would take issue with any of my friends feeling as though they could go behind my back and talk to my husband about anything pertaining to me, other than a surprise birthday party or some shit. There are boundaries even in friendships. I will say that there are boundaries in friendships. That's akin to me going to your girlfriend behind your back to discuss you and she tells you and you like bitch hey no same thing you you hit my my husband up like to talk about me in a in a negative manner i'm going to take it very personal because the the one thing about addiction the one thing about personal issues is you can't force somebody to do anything that like whatever tia marie has going on she is the source of the fix for it Nobody can force her into rehab. The other part is, I don't think Tierra is so far gone that they needed to try to run an intervention. Like, from what I've seen of Tierra on Love & Hip Hop, um, the she has an anger issue more than she has a drinking issue. Like, she... she I think her drinking is a byproduct of her anger. She has a lot going on emotionally that I think needs to be corrected more so than the drinking. The other part is like even with the whole was it Uber? Did the Uber shit? A judge threw that case out. So clearly there was something there that she wasn't completely at fault or whatever the case may be because that situation got thrown out. Ray J pretty much treated her like shit from my understanding of their relationship. He pretty much cheated on her and treated her like shit. He even didn't he admit that? Yeah. In an episode that he treated her really poorly and Yeah. And then you fast forward to the Hazel E kind of being a snake in the grass where she concerned. So I kinda understand where Tierra's emotional issues stem from and why she may try to drink them away because she doesn't have a good support system. That's what it seems like. She doesn't have a good support system. You never see her you never hear her talk about her family or anything like that. So I believe Tierra's shit kind of shaky. Like her upbringing, her, her family life, I think all of that is really shaky. So if you take all of that, the way Monice and Nia went about it, it was very counterproductive. Because if you if you go behind somebody's back who has felt their whole life like they never really had support, you're not going to help the situation any at all. So I'm, I'm kind of like, and then Cisco of all people, this fat Oh my God, Cisco looked like a. Now, 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 I will say now that I, I also agree with you there. Like they, 
I mean, they, they should have known better. Than, like, they should have known better than to confide in Cisco. Like, yeah, this nigga had what? What about Cisco? Has he shown that he's trustworthy? Like, my nigga, he cry, he he basically. I mean, say what you want about Monique, but I really felt like when she talked to that nigga about her family, I don't think because people I seen people saying like Monique and, and when she said that addiction has destroyed her family, people were saying like since when her Tierra Marie family? I don't think she was talking about Tierra. No, I think I think her she was talking about her real family. I do yeah. think that. I just I feel like, like this nigga Cisco like, laughed that shit off, and nigga, you your motherfucking self has problems with addiction. Like this nigga is a fucking scumbag, and he just walk block and watch that shit off. And I know we disagree here, Candace, but like my nigga, I went back and watched the the episode where he took her to that detox center. Even the even the woman in there was like, when he asked her directly, "Will it kill her urge to drink?" She specifically said it's good for hangovers. Nigga, Tiara has an addiction problem. Taking her to a goddamn IV, nigga. You, you, and he was trying to bring, bring that shit up in Monique's face, like, "Oh, I put in work, Nick. You might as well not did a goddamn thing." An IV station or an IV shot to someone that has a real life actual addiction that you yourself has faced, nigga. You didn't go to a goddamn IV center. You went to motherfucking rehab. So, like, what the fuck are you talking about? Like, I put in work. I did this. Y'all have done nothing. You might as well not did shit. Nigga. You might as well uh... not have. Well, first off, I think we have to hold up on being so tough on Cisco for that because people who don't have addictions are not well-versed in dealing with addicts. So, again, my thing with Monice and Nia running to Cisco, Cisco doesn't know the first thing about dealing with somebody dealing with somebody with a drinking problem or an addiction. So it should have, he should have never been tasked with that in the first place. That was not the... Again, like all this, well, we just looking out for her. Well, if you are looking out for her, plug her into the proper channels. Cisco is not the proper channel. If you don't have a drinking problem, you don't know the first step in treating a drinking problem or going about it. If they wanted to get Tierra some real help, then they should have gone to professionals. Like, I feel like they... Well, they well, 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 Candace, they didn't... Because I'm saying, like, I rewatched that scene. They did not go to Cisco saying... Look, you do this. They asked, would he be on board with? They didn't tell him to fix the shit. They he, they went to him specifically and asked, would you be, a, well, no, you they, be on board with us trying to do something? Then he took it in his own hands, talking about, well, y'all ain't doing nothing. I'm gonna take her to get a detox shot. They didn't ask him to fix it. They asked him. They they asked him to, would he be on board for getting her help? Then he, that was just the one time. This was not their first run in with Cisco though. Like, Tierra's anger at the way they went about it is completely founded. She's not in the wrong. You don't run to somebody several times and never come and talk to me. No matter what happens, Tierra Marie going to rehab is going to be a personal decision. They can't force her. So going behind her back and treating her like she one step from being Alfred Woodard and Holiday Hart, it is wrong. It, it's, it's wrong. It is wrong. And she, should, she does have a right to feel away about it. But like you said, Cisco's not somebody I would confide in. Anybody that's built like a, a raw, boneless buffalo wing, that's not. <laughs> why would you confide in him? Cisco is built like a raw chicken nugget. That nigga, that nigga, that nigga's built like a crock pot. He looked like grimace, but not, but except for he not purple. Okay, he looks like he looks like a he looks like a thumb with eyebrows. 
He looked like an ingrown toenail. Okay. So that's enough. That's a, he he is completely trash and I also I, didn't I, like how he talked to her about it. He, um, excuse you, nigga. Yeah, he. T- I feel like Mona Scott Young just knows that he likes playing a bad guy because there's really no reason for him to still be on any version of Love and Hip Hop. I still don't know a song that this man has produced. Not one. I, I like, can like I can I can at least say that. What even even though DJ Self is not any ounce of shit himself, he at least produced like one or two songs for people. I ain't seen not work proof of this nigga uh Cisco's work yet. He really is the only person in the Creep Squad who I can't say I don't know what they did. Like I don't know what he did. Like even Rich Dollars has a solidified place in the music industry. Like I have no idea what Cisco does. Like this nigga always making music that nobody gonna hear. Right, the finest of gas station records. The shit is ridiculous, and he is just so he is just confident that he is that nigga. Like he, I don't know, man. Like he, the way he talked to Tierra, he was like, "Don't ever question me." And then he got, you notice he got like real aggressive with her, and I'm like, "So this is how you, 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 you saying that um um uh, uh and them and T- and Nia ain't." Put in work and they can't question you or whatever. But this is your girl and you say she. Uh, also, Rick, I don't like how he's downplaying that shit. You know, I don't like he he's talking saying that Tierra don't problem ain't that big. Like nigga, you didn't like at the party see that she was completely out of it and could barely walk beside you and you downplaying it like oh or her friends are just good. like you know. But um yeah, he was like don't question me and got real aggressive. I did not like that shit at all. Cause it reminds me, it, it. I'm not saying that he's an abuser, but it it, it was I, it, it was very uncomfortable. It reminds you of a tone that an abuser would take with somebody that they trying to like control and be like, "Don't question me" or like what I say goes type shit. Like I ain't like that shit at all. And that is definitely not helpful for someone that has a problem like Tiara does. She's not gonna back down. Like she even was like, "Nigga, who the fuck you think you? Who? What? Who? What? Who, boy, who you? Who you talking to? Like she was." Like that can with that can trigger someone with her problem to be like you, to even dive further into like bottles and stuff like you said. So he just he he just trash. He is absolute trash, and that's even before we get to the shit at the end of this episode. We ain't yeah. got to listen to shit, yet, and it's just fuck this nigga. Right? Yeah, cause we but we gotta keep going though, cause we could be here for like three hours if we don't get our shit together. Right, but. So all of this just for Cisco to be cheating on Tierra. Like let's just let's just put it out there. The nigga cheating on her. nigga cheating on her with a very pretty girl. Her name is I don't know, some Amber. diamond. Amber Diamond, Amber some, You are know. really you are really full black auntie tonight just saying fucking the full name. Yeah, just I don't know her name, but I know it had diamond in it and she is a gorgeous girl. How the fuck do you get caught up with a, a has been producer who we can't find none of their hits? Cause I googled, I tried to see what his Cisco had. I couldn't find none. Somebody, the, the what his body looked like. Somebody hit, uh, uh, somebody hit somebody with an iron. That's what his body looked like. He like, he, and then in full fuck nigga fashion, he tries to blame Tierra for why he cheated on her. Well, right. you haven't been the same since I got out here. Like again, people love getting in relationships till they realize they're in a relationship, and it mm-hmm. ain't all gumdrops and lollipops. Right. But we so, had fun in New York. And we did this in New York, and now I come here, and it's not the same. 
Oh, you figuring out she a real person? Right. You figuring out she's a real person that has real issues just like everybody else. Oh, you just not figuring that out, Cisco? Mm, interesting. Welcome to the real world, nigga. So it's like, so, oh, so, so you really, so you, so, so you, he was admitting that there is a problem, but, um, shit, what's the child? Monice and Nia are just haters. So which one is it, Cisco? Is it Uchiwala or One Mike? Which is it? Which is it? You can't have both. You can't say that Tierra don't have a problem, but then saying that things ain't the same. So which is it, Cisco? About that action, which is it? Which is it? Which is it, Hunter Bun Built Man? What is it? Yeah, the shit is. uh, I really want for Tierra to win in love, but in order for her to win in love, Tierra needs to sit the fuck down and sort out her baggage. Like she, she has so much built up frustration and hostility about her own life that she can't recognize when she's being toyed with because with a clear head, a clear heart, she would see Cisco full of shit from the gate. But when you just looking for somebody to fill a void because you hurting and you lonely, you're going to pretty much accept anything that comes in your, in your life. And I feel like that's kind of what happened with Tierra and Cisco. He saw an opportunity to take advantage of somebody and she felt like, he was gonna fill a void that she was having. Yeah, because that that whole that whole situation shit really does seem forced, honestly. Yeah. I, it mean, does. I mean, come on, who the fuck fucking Cisco? Like really Cisco, Tierra Marie. Cisco, Tierra Marie. That don't even look like that don't even like in the words of Cat Williams, nigga, that don't even sound attractive. Yeah. Um but yeah, like I I I I completely agree. I think Cisco Cisco is basically he <laughs> I was gonna call him Joe, but I think even Joe has a little bit of coof that Cisco don't. So I'm trying to think of a, I'm trying to think of a scumbaggy ass Charles ass nigga, but I can't. And Joe was the first person that came to mind because I mean it's fucking Joe. But I think Joe have a little bit more coof than Cisco, and that should be telling. I can't yeah. think of another singing ass nigga that's a that's a Charles ass scumbag ass nigga. Cause each you know what it is, Cisco. In the words of, of, of Tasha. Cisco is a fuck nigga that think he a good dude. Pretty much. That's that is what Cisco is. He's a fuck nigga that think he a good dude, and when he gets called out, blames any and everybody but 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 himself. Like he really he really whole ass blame Tiara for him fucking somebody else on the side, and also lying to that other somebody on the side. He really blamed Tiara for that. Like, boy, you yeah. got a whole ass got you got a lot of goddamn nerve. Um, yeah. So anything else we need to talk about Cisco being a fuck nigga? Uh, nigga built like a a glob of snot. But other than that, uh, uh-uh. uh. He built like a can. He built like a can of chicken noodle. Yeah, a can of chicken noodle soup. He nigga built like he built like he built like a rack. He built like a rack of Air Force Ones. Yeah, he musty. That's what I will say. Um, speaking of musty, uh, um, how Hazelie ha- uh did uh Chanel was kind of trash. That is the most delusional bitch I've ever had the misfortune of seeing on my TV for Ratchet TV. Like, I really don't. She she really act like she doing something in the industry and nobody knows who you are. Like, like she, literally nobody knows you. You literally just a bitch who had a rhinoplasty and it looks as bad as it did before you had it. Like, that is what you are known for. A terrible fucking nose job. She, she, she thinks she's your button. Like, she thinks she's a gatekeeper in the industry. And it's like, sis, we don't know you. Nobody knows you. 
Nah, well, she, well, nah, you can't even compare it to Joe Budden because he even recognized by some of the greats. So, I mean, shit, Jay-Z even shouted him out as a great. Literally, nobody knows what Hazel Lee does. She fucked Cat Williams. Wait, she did what? She fucked Cat Williams. <laughs> Y'all didn't, you didn't know Hazel Lee and Cat Williams was in a relationship? No, nigga. Oh, my <laughs> God. What the <laughs> fuck? That's her claim to fame is fucking a nigga that's on the five. the same nose. Yes, who you who you can't be sure if he got bottom teeth or not. Like I'm, I'm not sure if Cat Williams got bottom teeth. Hey, Holy shit! I did not know that. Holy, ooh, damn! Like, oh, dude, ooh, baby, what is you? Mm. <laughs> ooh, baby, what is you doing? <laughs> I did not know that. Holy shit! Yeah, yeah. So that's that. That's oh yeah. She, mm, ah, mm, yeah. I do want to. She. Hey. she 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 really act like she run fucking Hollywood, and it's like no, like no, like like Ray J has more clout in Hollywood than you do. Like at least Ray J gave us some hits. Like what have you? That's all. I did fall down. <laughs> I, she is. I, I don't. She is weird. And then like she thought she was gonna punt little ass ankle biter Chanel West Coast. Chanel be chipping like a, a little chihuahua. Yip, 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 yip. Like, sit your, little, <laughs> sit your little musty appropriating ass down somewhere. Back out of here. You know what's fucked up? You know what's fucked up? In that situation... I was hey, rooting for Chanel. <laughs> I was, yes, I was rooting for Chanel because, like, Hazel Lee really, like, tried to strong arm her and her own shit. You know what I mean? Like, this motherfucker, this motherfucker showed up and was like, okay, Chanel, you're going to do this, this, and that. And Chanel's like, um, ain't it my song and my video? Uh, and, and Hazel Lee is like, yeah, yeah, bitch. So learn this, learn, learn this, learn this dance on for my video and get it, get it like this and do it like this. And Chanel's like, what? And like, you can't, like, like Hazel Lee had a whole ass routine already ready. So it's like you know she just came there to be like, bitch, this is mine. And oh, oh, Chanel, that's you. Um, step, step back. This is mine. Like, are you okay? No, you're not. No, you're not. Yeah, it's it's a lot. Mm-hmm. Like her nose, like her nose, it's a lot. Uh, but I, then, yeah, uh, I can we get to the jokes? I want to get to how Booby just so happy to be getting a check from Love and Hip Hop. <laughs> He had, hey, Booby be happy for a different for a new thing every Booby season. Booby thankful every episode. That nigga every just episode. happy that he don't gotta ask Keisha for lunch money no more. <laughs> he, 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 he find a new stuff to be thankful for. He like for one minute he happy for Keisha, let letting him be a house cat, then the next shout out to Mike for that joke. Oh uh, then the next <laughs> <laughs> then the next minute he happy that he got a son. Then the next minute he happy that he getting his music career, which I can't even front. Nigga kind of nice. Nigga kind of nice. Kind of nice. I can't even front on Booby. Nigga getting nice. his own place. Nigga just happy to be getting that Mona Scott check. That nigga right. just so happy he could put gas in the car without asking Keisha for the money. Right. <laughs> he just look. He just happy he got he can get a place in his own name. He don't have that to nigga put, so happy he don't have to ask for allowance no more. Right, he, look, he he happy he don't have to put Keisha as a dependent no more. Exactly. That nigga just happy. He just happy to be free. That nigga, <laughs> he's, that nigga just happy. He don't even care what he happy for. He just happy. Every moment, I ain't seen somebody. I ain't seen somebody 
as that thankful as goddamn country pastors at fucking revival. That nigga be happy each and every episode for so new. I'll just be like, I'm low key just root for Boo I'm like, go ahead, Boo I know you cheated, but goddamn it, you know what? If Keisha can forgive you, then damn it, go ahead, Boo You you doing what Kurt Frost shoulda damn did? Being humble and thankful. I mean, you really didn't have a choice, but still. <laughs> right. Oh yeah, Boo. I'm, I'm rooting for Boo. Boo just want to be happy. He just want to have furniture that is in his own name. <laughs> Boo just want to be happy and free. He just want to make his little music. Um. So, um, I know you weren't here last week, but can we just say that Brooke Valentine is winning in the uh, Pick Me Olympics uh, this season? Because I don't know if we got your um we talked about it uh or you got to talk about it before you went on vacation, but nigga, the damn shit that she pulled where she got um Jade to come just just for Marcus to embarrass her, then but then not be like and then tell Marcus we done. Like, nigga, you did all that just to be petty when you knew you had the common sense of the figure out that this nigga wasn't shit and was two time with both of y'all, but you just wanted to do that to embarrass Jade. Yeah, we talked about that. I mean, yeah, I mean, Brooke is a she's an idiot, so that's that. Yeah. Did you it's, see the shade from Rose from Rose from Rose Massingale this this uh, episode? Oh, it wasn't yes. Rose. It wasn't Rose. It was uh, it was Lil Fizz. He was saying yeah. <laughs> Brooke Brooke had the Brooke. Oh, she had that one song, and I ain't heard nothing from her. Beautiful yes. shade. Beautiful. Amazing. I I kept her from a from an ugly place. Uh, because that's what Brooke get, man. She is she is she is she is a goddamn. If she was a bird Pokemon, she would be a legendary bird Pokemon right now. Cause she doing the absolute fucking most. Yeah, she uh, definitely is. Uh, but yeah, so this nigga, yeah, so Booby, um, shit, shit, shit. There was something else in the go go with this. Someone else in the go with this. Damn, I lost some train of thought. Oh, fucking um, lyrical and A one. Lyrical is big crime. She gave A1 all my life I had to fight. I'm so, listen, the thing is, like, Lyrica is jealous of A1. Like, we have to be very honest about it. She's jealous that his success is taking off. She's jealous that people are wanting to work specifically with him and not him and her. And it's really starting to affect her. And she, again, I can't stress this enough, Lyrica is never going to blow up beyond... Loving hip hop Hollywood. She doesn't have it, and what she does have, it is styled terribly. Lyrica is rocking a half shaved head, and it is 2017. Like, yeah. let that sink in. As somebody who is trying to be the next big thing musically, you are acting like the next last thing. <laughs> you are acting. Like, you are acting like what has come and gone in the music industry. Yeah. Like that is that is not a formula for success. Her talent lies in her songwriting. She's you know a great I mean? songwriter, and she should stick to songwriting. And she can she can do background vocals, and she could be a backup singer. But l- nothing about Lyrica says that this is the next R and B sensation. Nothing. Not the way she dresses. Not the not the songs that she is singing. Like nothing about her is impressive to me. Um, I, at first, I thought it was maybe she was just jealous um, with A1 working with any women, but I, I definitely can see um, and, and, and agree that she 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 wants what A1 has because I think you know in her you know 
all my life I had the fight speech. She was holding him down when nobody really fought with him. And now that it, the, 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 the tables have turned, she's envious of the success he's having. So I can definitely see that. Yeah. Yeah. But uh, she, yeah, she, she just don't have it, man. Like, and that's okay. Like everybody ain't going to be, everybody ain't going to be Michael. Some people got to be Jermaine. Some people got to be Tito. Um, but I will say, shout out to Keisha Cole. Keisha Cole is a true queen because she saw Lyrica coming in. She was like, whoa, hey, all right. So what I'm going to do is exit stage left because <laughs> in my contract, I don't do no messy scenes. So bye-bye. <laughs> Pretty much. Hey, everybody that's worth a damn on Love and Hip Hop don't be in no messy scenes. Everybody that in, on everybody you can go to Love and Hip Hop New York, Remy and Pap, they don't be in nobody messy scenes. They be in their own scenes. They don't have time for this shit. Uh, um, and, and same with Keisha Hill. I can't think of anybody on Love and Hip Hop Atlanta because <laughs> everybody be in mess on their damn show on their damn scenes. Uh, probably the same way in Miami. We probably gonna get Trina. Ain't gonna be in no messy scenes. She just gonna be in her own world. Um, she she gonna iron that shit out with Mona. Like, look, don't put me in no bullshit. Right. Uh, but speaking of mess, uh, <laughs> let's talk about the feud between Zell and Mister Ray. Oh God, I. Hey, that is a this beat that is so weird to me. First of all, Zell is a lot. And I don't know if I mean it in a good or a bad way. I just mean he is a lot. And it's almost overwhelmingly so. Like, I'm not understanding who he's styling. Maybe he's, I think he styled Keisha a time or two, but yeah. his energy is is kind of yucky a lot of the times. Yeah. So that's that. And Ray is large and in charge. Baby, baby. He is. <laughs> He, he is round and short. He is round and low to the ground and shit. Like Ray just You cannot tell me you cannot tell me Mr. Ray isn't a chubby zesty of uh cousin of Odell Becker Jr. You cannot tell me. I can't tell you. He is absolutely not. Don't put that evil on Odell. <laughs> <laughs> Ray is like he I will say Ray really wants to get along with Zell, but Zell is like really threatened. Yeah. I feel so too, and also Zell is petty. You know what I mean? Because like, I I feel like at the the dinner that they had at this this last episode, this special episode, I feel like Ray came in like he didn't he didn't come in by calling Zell an animal or any of that. He came in with a very okay. Let's sit down and and talk about this and hopefully squash this beef. But Zell as when when Zell got a vendetta, he don't let shit go. Cause like he came in like every time Ray was trying to like, cause like when Ray issue was like, why are you contacting someone that um um that I'm dealing with? Zell was like, well shit, maybe that nigga want to suck my dick or something. Like what's what you mean? Like he look at you, look at me. Why he wouldn't he want this? And it's like that did not need to go from zero to a hundred Zell. Like that was totally unnecessary with someone that's trying to come to you with, with your mutual friends and be like, let's squash this shit, let's stop this petty shit. Like you took it to an even pettier level. Like that was. Uh, no, don't ask me about why I'm DMing your nigga. Ask your nigga why he and like why I make why he like ask your man first. Like that's the thing. Like I agree with Zell. Like if I'm in your if I'm in your man DMs, 
he clearly left the door open for me to be there. Like this, another one of those situations. And I noticed that even, you know, you know, even our, our, even I see gay men do it. Check your mate, check your spouse. Don't, don't check this person because history has proven time and time again that in these situations, the person that you questioned didn't even know you existed because your significant other was lying. Mm. Like, I agree, but I do. Go ahead. Like you and that man DMs and it shouldn't even be a conversation because you should have seen the response saying, hey, I'm I, like, I'm in a relationship. Please don't DM me again. True. Valid. I, I don't disagree with that, but I do feel like once, because it seemed like to me, Zell didn't know. Like I said, he didn't know, but once he found out, oh, so that's your nigga. I think because of the few that they already have, I do think Zell was like, oh, well, let me add insult to injury a little bit. That's how it should be. You come questioning me about a nigga versus questioning the nigga, then I'm just going to be like, oh, yeah, I fucked him. <laughs> even if I don't even know who you're talking about. Yeah, I fucked him. He right. So, what's up? What you about to do about it? <laughs> because, again, nine times out of ten, that got the, the man that Zell was probably DMing probably ain't said shit about no damn Ray. Probably not. Speaking of, Ray boyfriend looked like an extra from Boys in the Hood. Yeah. That's a, it's, it's a lot. Yeah, like I'm pretty sure he was at the damn party when uh, old boy got stomped out. Pretty sure, pretty pretty positive. I could be wrong, but you know, hey, hey okay, cool. Uh, but I, whew, I would, mm, I okay. So Alexis Sky and, <laughs> and Lucci and his baby mama. What the fuck? Speaking of a hot ass mess, I would say this because I know me and Candace kind of disagree here a little bit. I would say this. And then I'm leaving the canvas. Lucha with full Twitter nigga. And that shit had me rolling, but I'm like, come on, bro. Come on. Come on. Nah, Lucha wasn't in the wrong. You, he wasn't in the wrong. Like, this nigga basically, it was like, you can't, you can't, you can't, because we tell you this about men all the time, you can't be fucking somebody all up in their pussy. Then when they say something you don't like, granted, Alexis was wrong. I would not disagree with you there. But you can't be all up in her pussy. Then when she say something you don't like, then you be like, oh, you just an interesting hoe. You tossed around. Like, come on, bro. Nah, bro. Nah. It, nah. I can't. Nah, you downplaying how Alexis was acting because it was a lot more than her just saying something he ain't like. Like, that woman literally stormed his interview and that was where, he was, where he was working, making money, and proceeded to call that man all type of bitches, hoes, pussies, fuckboys, this, that, and the third. And that like, I'm not you, saying she, you was, can't, I'm not saying you she can't, right, but he wasn't right either. He wasn't, he wasn't wrong. You can't, you, can't, you can't police somebody's reaction to your disrespect. That is, this is one thing that I always, always preach to people. When you start disrespecting, you have to always prepare to be disrespected back. Everybody does not take the high road. Everybody will not turn the other cheek. Everybody will not be mature and adult-like about a situation. When you deal the first blow, it's always a possibility that somebody is going to powerbomb you in return. And that's kind of what Lucci did. Because I don't believe for one second that Lucci knew that his baby mama was coming to where Alexis was at. And this is a thing, like, this is a thing that people do on social media that they should stop doing, especially when people have beef with them, putting their location and always telling you your, your every move and what you're doing and who you're doing it with. Because she literally, same thing happened with Cisco when Monice and Nia pulled up on him. 
he was on he tweeted his goddamn location. Yeah. Or or on Instagram or some shit. Either way, like you make you give people access to you, people who don't like you will pull up on you. His baby mama crazy as fuck. His baby mama, she look crazy. Like she look like she'll fight a bitch barefoot. She look like she'll fight a bear. Yeah, like, she, you know she look like she look like a she look like a bear. Let's just call this bitch look like a polar bear. So when Alexa, you saying she a white walker polar bear? That's what you saying? Yes, that's exactly what she is. <laughs> <laughs> and so when first of all, again, we just had this conversation. We talking about van and relationships and respect. The way to handle situations in your relationship is not pulling up at your significant other place of work. And pretty much making both of y'all look like a goddamn fool. Like that, you, you can't be saying you love somebody and this is your reaction to something that they really had nothing to do with. I that's what's so, that's so she crazy. Was thinking, she that's was going off of full anger and emotion. The other part is, I don't believe that Alexis Guy doesn't know that man's baby mama. Because the baby mama was saying stuff like, why would you mess with him? Why would you do that? Like I feel like it's something that Alexa Scott is leaving out. I thought she said that. That you know each other. I thought I, now you can correct me if I'm wrong, but I thought Alexis said, "Yeah, they know each other, but she didn't mess with Lucha while they were together." And both her and Lucha said that they said that they. Oh, okay, well, yeah. I mean, I feel like she's still violating the code because if you if you was cool with that girl at any point, like if y'all maintained a friendship, like y'all knew each other and y'all hung out or something. Yeah, she probably do want to put hands and feet on you, whether you fucked her baby daddy while y'all was while they was together or once they was broke up. Like you pretty much did the same shit that you accused Masika of. You just ain't have a baby. Like I feel like I it's a lot. I think her baby mama. I think her baby mama compared her to Masika too. Yeah, I think it's a lot that Alexis guy is leaving out because if I like if what I'm thinking is correct, she did the same shit she got mad at Masika about. So. She not gonna she she gonna try to play it low, but Lucci definitely did uh pretty much try to downplay her existence though. I agree with that. But he tried not to take it there. But she I kept get that. I get that. Like, kept, like my whole thing was I wasn't saying that Alexis was right, but I'm just saying it like as a dude, and you know, we talk about how dudes pull that shit all the time. It's like don't be all up in somebody's pussy and you and then when they and I'm I'm not I'm not trying to downplay what Alexa said because she did do a lot. I'm not defending that at all. But I'm just saying from him, like, don't be all up in somebody's guts, but then when you get mad being like, well, you were tossed around the asshole and all this, that, and third, it's like she wasn't that a few minutes ago when you were when she you wanted her to bob on your dick, bro. Like, nah, we that we ain't doing that. that I that, mean, that, but that, that go again, it go both ways. Cause he wasn't a bitch ass nigga, a pussy, a fuck boy, this, that, and the third, when you was talking about you might be pregnant by him. And if I you wanna you wanna build something with him, like my thing is like on both ends, keep that same energy that you had when you when y'all was fucking. Like you can't be a bitch at, and especially over some again, especially over some shit that he really ain't have nothing to do with. Because in the in a preview for next week, I think they show him and his baby mama talking. He looked agitated. Yeah, they were talking on this episode. This special. Oh, you talking about another conversation? Cause they talked this episode, and she basically called that nigga Mo Jizzle. Yeah. Oh, yeah. That's right. Yeah. Like so. It's not like they on good terms or like he uh like they still fucking around or no shit like that. So I just it's whole, Yeah. Yeah, I wholeheartedly don't uh believe that he um was trying to like play both sides against the middle. 
Yeah, I really do believe. I really do believe he abandoned his fan, his kid and his baby mama to go be with Alexis Sky. Yeah, I definitely, I definitely can see that. Because I mean, he, the nigga looks like fucking Earthworm Jim. He looked like a nigga that would do some type of shit like that. I mean, come on. I mean, let's just. I mean, let's let's just be honest here, guys. I mean, does Lucci look like the type of nigga that's an outstanding father? Right. I mean, he looked like he barely used the deodorant. Like, what are we doing here? Exactly. Oh, uh, but yeah, she. Um, uh, let me see. Um, do you? How you feel about speaking? Of, I mean, I know we, it's going backwards, but just real quick, how do you feel about Hazel Lee trying to uh, play um Rose and Massingale? Oh, like, uh, yeah, I could care less. But, yeah, like I feel like he he just she just wanted to say she got a nigga on the show so she don't appear lonely. Like that's pretty much all that sums up to be like if you ask me. Yeah. Oh, uh, cause she cause she she he she really treated him like a homosexual, and it's like, mm, but is he though, Hazel? Is he? Is he? You know what I mean? Cause. You, I mean, let's keep it a book. I mean, you, it's, it's that thing where she's so delusional. It's like, you're not really like the breadwinner you the breadwinner you think you are in this, whatever y'all got going on. So you can't really play him like he not doing anything when you not really, you know, bringing in bread like that. Like, you're not the big star that you think you are. So you can't really play him like he just, he should be grateful and this, that, and the third. And it's like, should he though, Hazel? Should he? I think not. That nigga, exactly. that nigga, that nigga got the name of of some goddamn. Uh, <laughs> that nigga name is is hilarious and shit. That nigga, that nigga name sound like some that damn. Like uh, Dush. Yes. <laughs> yes. Uh, what else is there? Anything else I can't think of? We didn't even get. I, we didn't get. Um, we'll get another episode of it uh, tomorrow. But again. Tiara and goddamn Amber, two both beautiful women fighting over. Why do, why y'all? Why, well, not y'all, but why do I? I will never understand women fighting over the scrapes of men. Like I will never, like I will never get it. I will never, I will never ever understand it. Like this nigga playing both of y'all and y'all about to fight over some nice ass clothes and a stole some nice ass clothes. Y'all about to fight over this nigga who playing both of y'all. Like I will never understand that shit. Yeah, I I don't know. We'll have to cover that uh, this on this next episode after we see the rest of the fallout from Cisco cheating and what's what because it looks like it's gonna be interesting tomorrow. Yeah. So we'll have more more on the on the next episode after we finish the completion of uh, Cisco is a is a blob of shit. Yeah, that's basically. Uh, that, I mean, that's pretty much. Should this whole entire season should really be Cisco as a blob of shit? If we being completely honest, I mean, I don't, I don't see why we have to uh, miss words here, and I don't see why we can't make this a thing. Like, I don't, I don't, I don't see why we can't make this a thing of Cisco being a blob of shit. Like, I, I, I'm here for this. I, you know, I'm here for us making this a thing. Yeah. Um. Well, I don't think um there's anything else I can think of. Um. Yeah, I think that's it. Uh, thank you, uh, Mona Scott, uh, for blessing us with with quite the week of ratchetness. Uh, extra lo- uh, an extra love and hip hop episode. Uh, I feel like it's Christmas. I feel like we opened the prisons early. Um, so yeah. Um, so what are you looking forward to um, next? What are you looking forward to this whole week? Like it don't even have to just be love and hip hop. Uh, uh, I'm actually looking forward to everything. It's nothing in particular. I'm just gonna see who has the most drama this week. I think what I'm looking forward to most um, is 
Hmm. I, 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 uh, hmm. I'm, you know what? I'm really, and we may not get it um next up, well tomorrow, but I'm really looking forward to um diving more into this Lucha is a deadbeat father uh situation. Like I'm, I don't, I'm just, I don't want to say um I'm I'm pining for the storyline, but I'm I'm really intrigued to see how this is gonna spin because you know we only getting like. Alexis, Alexis, or you know, Lucha's side of the story. I'm more interested to see if uh, Mona would give his baby mama uh, more uh, screen time, so we can delve in and see if, if this nigga really is a mo jizzle. Yeah, yeah. Because if he, because if he is, boy, boy, boy. Um, but yeah, that's um, uh, that's about it. Um, thank you all for tuning in to this week's episode of Ratchet Ramblings. Um. Follow the show page um, at Ratchet Rambling. um, You can find us however you listen to your podcast and on our network site, the CSPN. Um, And thank you to everyone that um, is rocking with us. And we actually were guests on Single Simulcast uh, with my boy Rashani and Shante. So um, after you listen to this episode, go over to Single Simulcast and check out our guest spot there. We had a a coon ass time. Yes, we did. Um, so it's uh, pretty late and I know Candace uh, got to get up and shit in the morning um, so um, any parting words got uh, yeah follow me on Twitter at Intense Desire follow the show page Ratchet Ramblin go check out Crown and Collards go check out Single Simulcast uh, keep listening to us uh, I know that a new show was added to the CSPN network Willing and Dealing uh, it's the political podcast hosted by two uh, two wonderful people who happen to also be uh, disabled, but they have a lot to say. So go give them a listen as well. Uh, and that's it for me. Yep. Um, so with that, um, we will s- y'all will hear from us next week. And until then, we are out. <laughs>